0: Welcome to Teatro del Absurdo. That's Spanish for Theater of the Absurd. A program from Jaguar Bridge Productions. Well, hello! I'm Willow Marvavilla. I'm your hoster toaster, here to unravel and twirl things that shall not be said. Well, hello everyone. This is Teatro Absurdo. And we took a little sabbatical break moment to um, contemplate how to conjure. This is Welcome to Series 2. And like many, many episodic energy fields in Series 2, their hair is different. They got a little more swagger because, I don't know, they got laid (laughs) during the sabbatical or uh, the interim between Series 1 and Series 2. So And also um, just taking responsibility that, you know, if I'm calling your attention to me and my attention to you in some way, um, what can we possibly do in a completely saturated, spectral field of media and words and um that sort of thing so some of you out there said to some degree you want to see me um and those are you know kind of only for the peeps out on um you know those that have video screen uploads I don't like to always promote companies, but YouTube, um, SchmooTube, and then some of you are, you know, in the sort of radio oral field only, and can only hear me. how cool is that? And then I'm a myster a completely mysterious being. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna put this on pause for a second. Bitch, please. Okay, so um here we are, we are looking at a different environment with lights, camera, action, backdrops, front drops, costumes, uh, and how do we invoke an entire new uh series in the sense of um everything's evolving, right? Everything is moving you know, whether one considers it advancement or, uh, not, um, you know, evolution or de-evolution sort of thing, um, there are changes and lots of changes that are going on for many of us, uh, certainly in ways that, um, are surprising, jolting, interesting, magical, lucky, um, (laughs) and or you know you tried a new kind of potato chip i don't know it's like but you know we're in a realm of surprise for sure um time seems to be slipping slipping moving faster and faster um in the future ancient so there you have it so hi everybody um welcome to the may May maybe time of year or the may all go well. And um in the essence of themes or ideas or encapsulations of you know these different casts that I send out into the world. Um along with my mirrors, you and 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 you. Oh my gosh. You looked in the mirror and you saw yourself as me. And I saw myself as you. Ooh, Trickster B. So um I thought that, you know, what would I what could I possibly offer in, you know, as I said, this mixology, this conundrum of of sharing stories through digitized media and through the platform of being human on a potential place called planet Earth, etc. 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 is um again I think I wanted to revisit was hearing the call to revisit um, the art of blessing, and I was thinking of maybe even writing a book or I don't know something on it, but I don't think it really warrants a book. Um, it, maybe it just is another 20 minute something or other in here um, to reframe the uh, essence of using words to wish something upon someone else some other being or even on ourselves so there you have that Bitch, please. Bitch, please. yeah it's always tricky to figure out which motors are running to capture this right um so here we are so one of the things I thought I might do is in... The tools um, that have been invoked and brought forward through me are um, different expressions through art media, right? So you have paintings, you have this is an art media film, um, voice, um, and um, it's all these things. So books, you know, that I've you know written. Um, And through that, um, I don't know, the last year or two, can't remember, time moves fast. Um, I think it was, as people say, the COVID, the Corona chakra project um, was a tarot deck. And tarot means a lot of different things to a lot of people. Some people, it feels demonic or satanic or or like a Ouija board. And, you know, okay, (laughs) we're reading... Uh, omens and navigation, uh, superstitions, uh, all sorts of things all day long based upon how um, we were sensitized uh, to the world. So with that, these are cards like a playing deck, right? Okay, so Ace of Spades, Ace of Hearts, um, and I don't know that I'm really going to go into the whole genesis of how tarot came because there's probably a million ideas. However, it's a way to tend to communication with other, perhaps, or patterns, or navigation, or wisdoming, you know, like, remember, you know, people read books uh, sometimes for a day for little invocations or blessings or prayers. Um, So this is a way. That um, I brought forth a series of prayers um, through the art that's been generated through me, and um, you know, just kind of as a principle of how to navigate symbolism and patterns, and to combine them into a giant story of uh, continually to evolve and move conscious, consciousness within oneself. So. That said, um, I think what I'm going to do, at least for a while, is at the beginning of each of these, is to do a reading, um, a, a sense of, uh, you know, an idea where I can see into the omens, right? Into the tea leaves. Um, I think it's very, a lot of people are doing tarot. You see that through the internet and everywhere. And... So a friend of mine said, everybody's doing tarot, everybody's doing a podcast, and so mode it be, you know, uh, although there's a smaller and smaller section of folks that actually design their own tarot deck, um, and certainly this has been gleaned and combines symbolism through the ages. Um So like runes and kabbalah and mandalas and kameyas and glyphs of languages. Um, And then the magic of the imagery that came through for my books. Okay, so I don't know how to get everything to focus. So this card kind of... uh, There you go. It says elsewhere. I'll figure out how to get the cameras all to align. So there's probably I think 120, 130 cards with the main cards being 111 which is a magical number 111. And um, and there's a book that goes with a tiny, tiny book. Uh, this is the deluxe version or there's uh, a little pamphlet that can come with it. So I'm also... Uh, often what happens for this artist is I learn sometimes more of what was uh, brought through me, like a painting, or books, or theater, or sculpture, or a tarot deck. Um, I learn from it for a long time after. It's like a resonant tone after it's actually in 3D, existing of of what its what its messages messages are. So for me, I want to put out that yes, I am still learning this wildly exotic um, channel. This is the card for Overwhelm um, as well. So I'm going to have fun with that. And just as a sidebar, uh, if you are spurred to have interest in this deck in your own treasure chest, wherever you are in the physicality, Just um, hit me an email, or some chat, or some way you can communicate with me, and yeah, I'll tell you how to get one of these surprise decks from the ethers. So right now, um, just to begin, I shuffle. Shuffle. Um, So we'll just do it three times right now. It's a big deck, so for some people... With little hands, they may not be able to shuffle this way. In that case, you put it on the floor and you spiral it around or you do this sort of thing, which I'm not... I'm kind of messy doing it that way. Um, Yet I can (laughs) like that. There we go. All right, they're shuffled enough, I'm sure. So um, usually, um, I mean, I read from this Book of Wisdom pretty much every day now. I used to read from other people's versions and decks, those are currently, I won't say imprisoned, but imprisoned in Costa Rica in what was an amazing, or is sort of in some parallel dimension, is an amazing uh, mystery school and home of mine and many beings and plants that I shared it with. But for now... I just trust things have a way of doing their magic on their own without me. Like a painting or a sculpture that went off to someone else. Or this podcast goes off to someone else and it does its own magic in its own ways. So there's that. So I think for now I'm just going to pull three cards. Usually I pull five, which would be kind of east, west, north, south, and center. Um, So this one will just be past, present, and future. So there's card number one. You can't see it. And card number two. Oof! And card number three. Oof! It's like, oh my god! It's the death card. We're all gonna die. Well, we're all gonna die at some point, so that's kind of superfluous. Um, So there's three cards. Pick a card, any card. Aren't they pretty? I mean, all you can see kind of is the colors um, because there's a lot of reflection coming in because they are a really cool glossy <clears throat> print. So they're going to sort of freeze in the colors. Um, so our first one we drew. Um, that's not true. Yes, it is. Was um, Can you see this? How do, oh, look at that. It worked. Pandora. There's what she looks like, according to me, Um, he the Shay. And I think Pandora is something we open up every day on some level because we open up a box of tricks and magic, and then something happens, right? Hopefully not a disaster, um, a disconnect. Rather, tools, right? Okay, that help us dance through our day or moment or month or year our life, whatever. So Pandora, one of the things she shows in this is. Speed. I can't do this. This is cute. This is taking up a long time. And if people can't see this, I'm just trying to get something in focus. But the character in this, and I'll put a flash of this at the end of the podcast, um, It's someone looking in a mirror and they're standing um, in a hall and off to the side where they're standing, which is very interesting. And I learned this from another artist, I think De Chirico. I hope I say that right because my mind's scattered right now. An Italian artist, but I liked that in a painting or image, there was a shadow coming in to the painting. Uh, from something that was outside of what was being viewed. Okay, so it suggests something is there, stalking us, watching us, or protecting us, observing us. Um, <clears throat> so there's that, and this beautiful being has a little box in their hand, sort of just just hanging there, not hidden, and yet also not be spectacled. You know, just not made into spectacle. Um, so it's an offering and in the corners of all these things are little, um, little glyphs of sigils that mean different things. So that means that when one would pull this card, um, they would also be able to witness other versions, um, amplifications of a story. So the cool thing in the book is um, you can find these are Pandora's part of um, the goddesses. So that would be, um, you know, the feminine side. Um, But here it's called the priestesses. And um, it speaks to Pandora as one that guides us to communicate solutions that calm the ego. Okay, so when people attribute, oh, you know, when a Pandora collectively was opening the atomic bomb and atomic energy. However, I think maybe some of the designers of some of these things, even like AI, were finding out um, they things were done with some good intention, and then um, weird people get a hold of shit for their ego and distort it. So again, it's just guiding us to communicate solutions that calm the ego. This guardian reveals ways to navigate through unexpected troubles. Ooh, okay. That's fun. She also nurtures the relevance that once one awakens a part of themselves, these simultaneously, uh, Appear many unforeseen, mysterious, and surprising uh, outcomes. So that means again, um, you know, when we awaken part of ourselves, um, these can have they they invoke, they bring about. Um, Different new mysterious outcomes. It's like when we discover suddenly that we're highly intuitive or highly sensitive or we have addiction modes or all these things, they, they bring out different outcomes once we know, know thyself, right? And so Pandora sort of, you know, ap- applies into the energy of unforeseenness. These consequences or resolutions Eventually lead to mastery, even though their challenges may be brutal, or benevolent, in how they form. Okay, so that's kind of what I talked about: atomic power, um, like the whole bomb. Change B-O-M-B to B-A-L-M, and you get a different thing: balm, bomb, balm? bomb. Balm. <laughs> So, and mastery is something, I think, that one uh, invokes through spins of, of time around the earth, or around the planet of, you know, the idea of aging um, would be, you know, wisdom gathering and then increasing that. Um, so, and then there's a part of the section of the wonderful book that gives magical words to each of these characters in the tarot. So this one is Pandora. So the magic words might be consequence, importance, conclusion, inherent, essential, spontaneous, confusion, source, difficulty, stress, advantage. Not necessarily not necessarily necessary in that order. I may not get around to the Art of Blessing, because this seems to be going on for a while, right? Or I'll just hit a you know part series episode 1a so the next card we got um was helga 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 helga, helga. where's the freaking where's the cool spot it's kind of like sex it's like where's that hot spot where it's got it gets clear i don't know um so helga so you know this is a goddess of or a priestess of um just fierce protection okay we'll just say that which um would get around to the art of blessing you know because i think that's what we invoke by saying things like safe travels be safe safe put yourself in safe is we we wish um strong and fierce and uh graceful protection around every every one of us you know as we move through the world and and apply that to any being that's being harmed, like trees or sea creatures or um, reptilian creatures or aviary creatures. Um, so things like that. So that that's an energy field in the present that it's saying to invoke. And um, so fierce persisting. And the, and the last one is, um, which would be future ancient, uh, would be song, and notice the colors have changed. I don't know, this is all backwards, whatever. I'll figure it out or have fun with it. Um, like I said, I'll put pictures of these at the end. So song, um, and I used to say this to people, um, and people could prove me wrong or right, that's not interesting and interesting, uh, that humans really don't have an innate song, I mean maybe, maybe, maybe they do, that is embellished through learning some instrument to bring a song forward. Like people who compose things on an instrument, like a piano or something, or through their voice. Uh, and at the start though, unlike a bird <coughs> or uh, something like that, um, you know, birds are born with very specific songs. I mean, certainly some of the aviary species have dramatic fluctuations of their songs. You know, certainly there is a species in Costa Rica called the Oropendula. Just even that name should suggest that they have a crazy wacky bird song language. Certainly like ravens, if you get a raven supercharged and turned on. Or crow they're really gonna go out there uh, so this this I would say is song is singing something forward like there's there's that I had mentioned this before one of the podcasts that there's the notion that bird song uh, stimulates and brings seeds to generate um, which is the very food that birds that specific species eats which you know even, even that isn't true ish, Um, how cool and why not um, invoke it um, because bird foods are disappearing so let their songs keep generating more and more of what they need to survive Um, and also for us is our birdness quality within us and our sense of song um, is to remember your song Uh, would be the invitation here, and using that into the future now uh, to call forth what you need. I mean, who doesn't like to hum or squirt out a whistle or sing a version of somebody else's song uh, in some peculiar way and place and time? Even if people say, oh, I don't sing, or, you know, people who are tone deaf or different things, Um, is to remember and bring forward your song. Um, And I'll go deeper into what all the colors mean and those things later on. So that that would be the blessing of right now. Hello, we had a little pause. So I did go into the, the scrolls, the tomes for this deck and song color change um, is part of what are called the cluster the group in this deck called the angelics it says the benevolent angelics are there for the entire life journey they assist one to define grace balance internal imbalance and bring forth universal lessons they host all encompassing compassion and bring light to the darkness of incongruent situations um, that fetter our divine path with obstacles. So song is how one can connect all the elements of the universe. This lovely talent increases in what is referred to as fifth. Dimensional consciousness. Well, song can be used to awaken or move things into order for the benefit of all beings. So, sing to restore order or hum. I mean, something that, you know, it was chanting that moved the big bricks to build the pyramids. we're back Um, this may be part a or I may just bring it all together but I had expressed that I wanted to I heard the call to bring forward um, you know my interpretation of what the art of blessing is in um, a world where we need more blessing right we need blessing we need um, whatever people think of as a blessing which is an idea, an energy field that we uh, put out to um, hopefully um, make one of our mirrors, one of our friends, one of our lovers, one of our spouses, family members, um, to have something better maybe or, um, or to shield. So in that, I think I've mentioned before in some of the older podcasts that... Yes, I cringe sometimes uh, because there's a dynamic shift in how we would send people off on trips and vacations and um, or when a friend left and they went back home or something like that. And it it moved from um, have a good trip, have a good vacation, um, you know, have a good drive home to safe travels, stay safe. to the command, be safe. Excuse me. So anyway, on that note, um, there was a dynamic shift to how modern society and popular society in Western culture utilized the word safe, um, which... Ooh, there's a lot of connotations and ideas around that. One is just coming to me right now, which um will sort of unpack you know the phrases safe travels, stay safe, be safe. Certainly well intended. I get that. And some people are like, I'll take what I can get. And yes, and um words are magic. Um spelling is how we refer to how we write the glyphs out. Um, and spelling has dual meaning, so spelling a word is also spelling a word, you know, magic, spell. So in that, um, you know, the conundrum, the conundrum is that safe would suggest to me sometimes that it leads the blessing with an element of fear like the world is unwelcoming and unsafe. <laughs> and I tend to think how interesting it would be for someone that's off embarking is to remind them to move to the world without, through the world without being led by fear. Okay? What would that feel like? So... um <clears throat> Here we are in 2023. What is a blessing? I mean, um, you know, that moment, like I said, you you wish upon a star for someone else in order to protect them, show them gratitude, comment or critique. I mean, there's, there's so many things, but I think a lot of things that aren't intended as blessings are in some way are hexings. Even if we examine someone's art, uh, some of the words we can say, like, oh, I really like it, is a sort of subtle critique and subtle blessing, as opposed to, oh, I don't get it, is a hex, perhaps, or or an invitation to explain something. But that's going to be um, episode two series is going to be super fun. Uh, and it may be a couple things is to help all of us uh out there to witness, observe, and participate in art uh, with a little more dynamic verve and depth. And that's what we're going to do here right now with blessing is how to participate in it with a little more dynamic verve and possibility. So one thing is, is when there is a blessing using words or anything, um, It's a way we're moving our love or our perception or our notion about something in the world of how it moves through a molecular quantum field because particulates move, right? They move from motion, from influence, or they move on their own. And I am so not a physics major. So let me just have fun with this and consider my artist's interpretation of this. So anyway, if we examine the nature of the words we use, and as I've spoken to, you know, there are glyphs that form them and this, that, and the other thing. Um, One wonders if the magic of words have all been just lost, Um, other than to the mad wizards and witches that work in Wall Street and public relations firms and all sorts of things and religious firms. Um, They know what they're doing with words, can manipulate an event construct or a notion of how people think who they are or, or how they feel in relation to their world so unpack that for a minute breathe <clears throat> so the nature of commentary comments um so you know when we depart or another departs on a journey for the night out We often even close our texts, you know, digital texts to each other or voice messages to others with, you know, bye, be safe, stay safe, stay safe, all these things, okay? So there's a couple things that I want to play with, trickster me, trickster you, is just to examine for a moment, you know, some of the definitions of words. So if we look at safe as a noun, um it suggests the first definition that comes up is a strong fireproof that's probably newer but cabinet with a complex lock used for storage of valuables so it's like i would always look at like so does safe be safe suggest i wish upon you to become a cabinet for storage um and and may you be blessed with fireproofness Um, okay well that was different because I offered it as the keywords may you be blessed very different from the staccato energy field you know the two-word thing Um, another uh, defining for safe travels and uh, this also comes from safe sex which I used to get on um, folks in the 80s I said you know when you say things like um, safe sex I said, there is nothing erotic or um, invoking passion around those words. And I said, it's almost a turnoff and could force, enforce rebellion to what you are really hoping on people. And that is for people to be careful so they don't get sick and others don't get sick. So one of the things that um, humor, right, is you can say, be safe, could be a wish Upon someone for them to become a condom. <laughs> so be safe. You, you become a condom. No, 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 no. I don't know. Um, so, um, you know, it might be a way of also suggesting, you know, put your penis in a freaking cage um, as a blessing um, for anti abortionists and, and, You know, to put penises in a safe with a lock so you can't impregnate uh, vagina beings, women, maybe, until you, until dudes are ready to financially and spiritually take responsibility for impregnation rather than abandoning any responsibility by putting it solely on the woman. So I hope this little sidebar resonates because um, the whole pickle out there is with so little imagination right now and it puts everything on childbearing on the woman that the dude didn't get all up in there with their juices and cause anything so you know let's be careful of you know be suggesting be safe um, unless you're using it as to a dude to that they become a condom i don't know so you know i'm having fun with this okay so i digress and yes also absolutely because some people are like well I'll take what i can get and um you know as far as a blessing is in safe travels um, it does also lean into the words protected from harm so there we go right there let me test this on your ears may you be protected from harm or Stay safe. Which of those may you be protected from harm? Send somebody off. Or stay safe. You know, which is like a fucking college cheer for a football team. Stay safe. S-T-A-Y-S-A-F-A-E. I spelled that wrong, but you get my point. Um, so which of those phrases may you be protected from harm or stay safe? Which feels like an opening, an invitation, a poof? Of feathery magic, like wishing you upon a star. So, stay, as in stay safe, inclines or suggests also for one to remain in place. A command to stay, um, if you say stay safe, it would be like, you know, like a dog. Stay, boy. Stay, girl. Don't move. Stay right there. Remain right there. Um, and it can mean to stop doing something so be careful stay safe could also mean be sort of hexish like stop being safe because it suggests safe is stop doing something stop something um, so here's the conundrum of using words as magic when we wish well the words may lean into something else even though well intended from the heart because these words these glyphs move matter and we're going to get into that um may here's another way to do it may you remain far away from harm's way or or far away from anything that promotes harm these require a little more um you know involvement uh in a lazy lazy tongue world um or more positively you could just be you know Bless someone on what is desired for them. Have a great journey, you know, or be humorous. You know, I hope you get laid, (laughs) you know, those sorts of things. Uh, You know, safe travels or, hey, I hope you find a million bucks or, you know, whatever. Or I hope you see a Quetzal uh, bird, you know. Those those are kind ways to send people off sometimes too. Um, To be safe or not to be safe, you know, Shakespeare. Uh it's you know it's just very like when we say be safe, be that, uh it, it can suggest a command, you know, which is imposing in position, kind of a little bullish. Uh you get my point. So I would say, you know, here we are, is like anytime we speak, um it invokes an energy of it being surrounded by the breath of the divine, which is all air. It's all the great mystery. Um, I used to always think, you know, where does wind come from? And I'm sure there's scientific explanations that would have no explanation for me from a spiritual perspective. So, abiding by sacred principles and being alive, I invite in the wonder. <clears throat> Of inhabiting curiosity, on the journey of using words. <clears throat> the thing is, is, in modern Western culture, is the, it, there tends to be this lug of the, lug, love of the quip, you know, this short gasp of a blessing. Two words seem sufficient enough to hallmark a blessing for a really powerful experience for someone. <clears throat> bam boom. Why don't we just say bam boom? That's kind of interesting. Um, if just a word had a pound of possibility that could affect the events we wish upon someone else and sometimes a word can uh yet if one added just two or three more words oh my gosh and even four more words to be safe something blah 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 um you might become a master of the golden tongue uh, la, la, la 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 now that's kind of That was in my books, any of you who have them out there. Look for the image and look for the story around where Lola um, goes into the golden tongue. Uh, Very interesting. So again, imagine here, just with me for one moment, walk through this for a moment. So again, words move molecular energy. With the beat of one's heart, the pulse of blood to puff up your lungs, At the same time, neurotransmitters forming thoughts and words spread into the nervous system, activating at the same time air pushed out of the lungs, across the violin strings of the voice box or the larynx. The tongue begins to simultaneously vibrate and form, curling and contracting or expanding to receive the air, pushed around your teeth, dental, dentality, identity, and in a moment, a word, a spell, an incantation dances from the source, source, you, out into the collective sphere of air, poof, molecules, atoms, unseen, but always there moving, and that word, now effervescent wave, influences a sonic, physical wave that as it moves out and is carried by wind, it moves other matter that it encounters, other thought waves, perhaps, waves that come from trees, birds, other humans, even stars. And at some point, these waves can magnetize to each other and begin to vegetate, to form out of formlessness an idea, and then an event construct and even then a possible object of a 3D spectrum existence, something physical, is manifest. All that, my friends, in milliseconds from a word can happen. So what do we say with intention to someone else if we're wishing someone upon something upon someone else, or something, or some existence. Perhaps, just perhaps, that's why some sacred texts start with the Word. Everything began with the Word. It was spoken and became... Or even some groups of humans would not speak at all, waiting for the right exact precise moment to use a word to create, to start something, recognizing the magic, the, the, oof, incredibility of wording. So the art of blessing. Are you willing to experiment with this craft, this genius, this competency of benediction upon another, upon anything, as we bless nature or a tree, you tree weaver of truths, weaver of truths, (laughs) a tree, weaver of roots, and so many epochs. I dance the blessing of protection from the fire beings. Um, to not befall tree beings uh, in an overwhelmed state or an ant be- being you could you know those damn ants you could say hey wondrous tunnel maker gratitude for all your aeration of the soil what a great sense of smell you have may i learn to navigate with the sense of smell that you have dear ant being so many ways to bless it starts to get fun after a while um <clears throat> The absurdity is the missed opportunity we have to co-create with one another when we bless upon them into the holosphere of possibility, which then becomes collective, right? So practice, my dear friends, allies, the unions of words such as I wonder instead of I've always wanted, but bam. Um, you can even change But, in most of your sentences, to, yes, and, and see how that starts to invite in energy into your field. Um, Or using the words, I'm curious, as opposed to, I'm not this or that, or I'm not an artist. You could say, one could be invoking, I'm curious about how art wants to move through me. Yes, it takes a moment to create new neural patterns in the mind to twirl and whirl new word collections together. Um, Ooh, my stomach's growling. A friend of mine reminded me that certain languages and societies have woven into their fabric um, communication with a depth of blessing. So one might say in some places in the world, and may we do it here, you are in a restaurant, say for example, and a waiter comes up, serves you like a king or queen, listens to your beck and call, I'd like some more water, I want sugar, I want milk, I'd like another knife, may you, will you bring me the bill? We leave an almost insignificant anonymous tip some illusory paper, digital money, cash, useful for sure. Yet in that same time, one might also add a level up from just the cash uh, monetary tip of the hat. One can also add something into the spiritual realm, such as, may your hands that carried that nourishment to me so well, or to us, the table, so well, receive the prosperity that give you peace of mind. So you're placing a blessing onto their hands that they may be brought peace of mind. Oh my law. So they may serve that plate the next time very differently. And you may receive it very differently in the next restaurant. So long, perhaps eloquent, where has eloquence gone in modern society, I may posture and pose again and again, which is heron medicine for those that do the tarot of the animal beings. Um, And if anybody has ever seen a heron, wow, what mastery. So folks tend to, in this society and culture, seek out elegance. We see that through social media spectrums of all sorts of ways that I'm not even going to go into. Yet its cousin, Eloquence, seems bastardized, hidden in ooh, um, a comical, unacknowledged, withered uh, corner somewhere. Eloquence. So there you have it. My blessing to quicken and expand, expand the love of blessing. From me to you, from your blessing to my blessing to your blessing, your, invoca- your invocation, your blessing is your grace, is my grace, is the grace we put into the greater collective. Okay, so this podcast just is right now. Take a deep breath. One, two. Three is just going to become whatever it needs to be at any moment, and with that, whoosh swish upon a wish. Next year, next year, which some weeks feel like a year, um, I'm curious on the possibility of, like I said, expanding folks to the experiential realm of art, visual art tell any art, to immerse oneself in the joy, the amazement, the wizardry, the alchemy of creative expression. So let's go. This week I want to put out a reminder, whatever you believe in or you don't, I am scrying different omens and possibilities and, and the astrology is um, vibrating rather tensely. So tensely doesn't mean bad, good, anything. It just means these conduits of starfields, of physics, are inviting your instinctual vibe um, of what that wants to be transformed and how to initiate that in your life. Perhaps with theatrical tools moving beyond melodrama. Woe is me. Life is a cabaret. Spirit portal days are also invigorated around us of the serpent, of the shedding, of the slithering into places you may have thought wasn't possible, and now climb a tree, slither up a tree, slither down into a hole, dance around roots, from where and there? Your seed will merge early July. Why? I'll tell you so another day. So for now, my absurd heights, this went on a little long. May put it into two places. Uh, I wish us all wellness and funness. And this is what we'll unpack the next time. What is this? Mm-hmm. Ciao, arrivederci, aloha, aloha, alla, almein, ascese. Ciao.